Good morning, good morning, good morning, good evening, good evening, whenever you listen to this, whatever time it is, where you are, and um, whatever is going on in your life and world. Thank you for connecting with me, and thank you for being on this journey. Day number 142 of 180-day growth plan. And again, um, I don't do these every day, and just uh, try to keep count of the sequences we put together. And so far in this plan, 142. Today, Jesus wants full allegiance to his kingdom, and he wants us all connected to him as the king of kings and the ultimate ruler of our lives. See, um, we have to understand that we have been bought with a price, right? Salvation, redemption. These are spiritual business transactions. Yes, literal spiritual transactions. Yeah, where your life is bought and paid for by the death of Jesus Christ. He paid it all for you. So you and I now belong to him. We are the sheep of his pasture. You got it? Yeah. We belong to him. My life is not my own. Your life is not your own. You, you, you have been bought and paid for by Jesus. You, you are now not only a member of his family, but you're also his property. You belong to him. No matter where you live, no matter what's going on around you, we, we are not owned by the government of that country. No, we're owned by God as we live in various countries on earth. No matter what nation, nations we reside in, we are all part of the government and kingdom of God. And listen, that, that is the thing that used to make Christians dangerous because we had an allegiance to a higher power. There were certain things we would and would not do because we were, we were lined up with Jesus. Oh, that has been so watered down today. Yeah, Christianity is no longer a threat. What is still a threat, people, men and women who are connected to the kingdom of God. And although they may label us as Christians and we may go under that name, there, there is an, an, an invisible church. And what I mean by invisible, when you gather us all together, you really don't know who's in and who's out because it can all look the same on the outside. But the Lord knows those that are his and those who are committed to him. See, this is one reason why I, I could not remain an Afrocentric believer. Oh, I, 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 I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the, um, what is it, the sense of self-value that came from understanding my heritage and all of that. Oh, I'm not knocking that. There's value in understanding that. But I had to come out of the falsehood of being an Afrocentric believer 
and recognize that as a child of God, I had to be Christocentric. Jesus had to be the center. Even with my African heritage and my African roots, Jesus is Lord over all. Yeah. But pastor, what about my country? America the beautiful. One nation under God. Really? Yeah, we have in God we trust on our money. And we have chaplains in our army and government establishment. That must mean something special, right? Please hear me, my friends. Look closely at the symbols on our money and our nation's capital. You will find a mingle, mingling of symbols with godly symbols, ungodly symbols, occult symbols all over the place. See, wearing a cross around your neck does not make you a Christian. <laughs> In the same way, having Christian symbols mixed with other symbols does not make you a Christian nation. So while I am proud to be an American and proud of the many Christian leaders and principles that are involved in American um, systems, my loyalty goes beyond the nation where I reside, right? It's much greater than that. In, in the same way, you know, we have to understand this is our temporary home. We got to understand this. No matter what nation we live in, one of the problems the Jews had with Jesus while he was on earth was that Jesus did not get involved with overthrowing the government establishment. He could have done it. Oh, yeah. You remember when Jesus was before Pilate and Pilate was, you know, ranting and raving. Uh, you don't know I could release you and all that. Jesus like, dude, <laughs> right now, <laughs> you know, I'm only standing here listening to you because that's part of the, the process, the thing I'm doing to accomplish my father's will. But, hey, you, you're going to see me coming with power, right? And great glory. Woe unto those who are, who are doing this madness and stuff. Jesus, Jesus was no chump standing there to be pushed around and stuff. He understood. He was dealing with a higher authority, higher power. It was over all of that. They were doing the thing. We're going to crucify you. We're going to stop your movement and all that. And I do. No, you, you're not. What I'm doing is so much greater than the puppet show you got going on. I'm I'm, yeah, what I'm doing here, I, I am, yeah, king of kings. Yeah, rightfully so. Man, his, his, his movement went deeper than territorial lines. He came to establish a team of leaders, listen, who would go into all the world and make disciples of all nations regardless of their national identity. The Jews were looking for a conquering Messiah who would overthrow overthrow the wicked Roman Empire. And they were so disappointed with Jesus of Nazareth because he reminded them, hey, that, that's not my mission right now. <laughs> Overthrowing them, that's small potatoes that we would say, right? It's all going to be overthrown in the end, man. Jesus says, yeah, when he comes back with power and great glory, Dude, not a problem. Rule the nations with a rod of iron. Not a problem. But right now, he didn't come to make you and me lords over a sinful, wicked world. No, he came to save our souls. 
and bring us into his kingdom, no matter what nation or system we are living under. He has an eternal kingdom that would last forever. And listen, why, why, why am I emphasizing that over and over again? The sad truth is, the sad truth, my God, is that when you examine most quote-unquote Christian behavior, it is no different than the behavior of the worldly neighbor living right next door. We don't make the sacrifices that were made by Christians of days of old. No, we're, we're in it all in it for me, man. What about me? What about me? God help us. Lord help us. Help me. Help those listening. Help, help your people. I know you're moving God all over the world. Not just me raising the voice of alarm. You're moving through your people. I bless the men and women of God who are, are striving to get us to refocus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Listen, somebody, somebody, I, I believe I'm hearing God say, as we are railing against the situation we are in right now with the pandemic and all of that, you know, God allows some things to happen to shake his people up. Oh, yes, and to bring them back to the understanding that we got to get it in order. We have to get it in order. We have to get right with him. We can't blame the devil for everything. Yeah, the devil is at work and all that. But what about me? What about how deep and thorough is my relationship with God? How, how much time do I spend in the word understanding his will and his ways? What about me and my walk with God? Father, help me. Where I have uh, deplatformed God. Wait a minute. There's cancel culture going on. <laughs> we live in a way we're canceling the will and power and authority of God. Look at what we crowd into our lives. Oh, Jesus, forgive me. I am sorry letting you down in so many different ways. Forgive me, God, and help me, and help those listening today. Yes, Lord. We thank you for another opportunity to share. We thank you for another opportunity to grow. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Thank the Lord.